Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our daily reading conference call on A Course in Miracles, Original Edition. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles, Original Edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, where if you mouse over the link on the top menu for online edition, you will see the link to read ACIMOE. Also on that same top menu, there is a link to subscribe to an excellent daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society which contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you every weekday morning, Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Today we're continuing our reading in Chapter 28, The Escape from Fear, or excuse me, The Undoing of Fear, with Section 3, Reversing Effect and Cause. And at the top of the hour, we'll pause for remembrance of our lesson for the day, which is Lesson 297. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Well, let me... Let me ask you, Lori, do you have one of your wonderful noetic openings for the call today? I really do today. It's so excellent. Um, thematically responsive to our lesson and our text reading both. The poem is called Return, and it's from the book Susceptible to Light by Shailen Harkin. Return. Another round through the dark, narrow tunnels of healing. I swear I've been here before, and I swore I'd never return. But this time, it's to heal the myth that there's failure in returning. Quote-unquote relapse into old ways is an opportunity for greater kindness to newly revealed tender places. Quote-unquote regret. Regression is a deeper look into your soul's needs. Darling, your life is blossom after blossom on the thousand-petaled lotus, lesson after lesson in how to bow more deeply. So let's heal the myth that there's failure in returning. Amen. Oh, thank you so much. That was great. Thank you. So beautiful. Thank you. It really was lovely. Thank you, Lori. Perfect for today. Thank you. Another great find. It's just just amazing. Thanks, you guys. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, Lori. Okay. What I have in terms of a list. This morning I have with us and reading, I have, um, okay, I have Karen, Lori, Harrison, Fran, 
Robin Marie, Jessica, and Sandra, with us in listening, I have Judy and Lana. And is there anyone else who's joined the call who would like to say good morning and just listen or join the reading list? All right. Okay. I'll get us started then with Chapter 28, The Undoing of Fear, Section 3, Reversing Effect and Cause. Without a cause, there can be no effect, and yet without effect, there is no cause. The cause, a cause, is made by its effect. The father is a father by his son. Effects do not create their cause, but they establish its causation. Thus, the son gives fatherhood to his creator and receives the gift that he has given him. It is because he is God's son that he must also be a father who creates as God created him. The circle of creation has no end. Its starting and its ending are the same. But in itself, it holds the universe of all creation without a beginning and without an end. Karen. Chapter 28, The Undoing of Fear. Section 3, Reversing Effect and Cause. Paragraph 16. Without a cause, there can be no effects. And yet without effects, there is no cause. The cause, a cause, is made by its effects. The father is a father by his son. Effects do not create their cause, but they establish its causation. Thus, the son gives fatherhood to his creator and receives the gift that he has given him. It is because he is God's son that he must also be a father who creates as God created him. The circle of creation has no end. Its starting and its ending are the same. But in itself, it holds the universe of all creation without beginning and without an end. 17. Fatherhood is creation. Love must be extended. Purity is not confined. It is not the nature of the innocent to be forever, I'm I'm sorry, excuse me. It is the nature of the innocent to be forever uncontained without a barrier or limitation. This is, thus is purity not of the body, nor can it be found where limitation is. The body can be healed by its effects which are as limitless as is itself. Yet must all healing come about because the mind 
is recognized as not within the body, and its innocence is quite apart from it, and where all healing is. Where then is healing? Only where its cause is given its effects. For sickness is as is a meaningless attempt to give effects to causelessness and make it be a cause. Thank you, Karen. If you can hear me, I press the wrong button. Um, and Lori. Alrighty. Paragraph 17. Motherhood is creation. Love must be extended. Purity is not confined. It is the nature of the innocent to be forever uncontained, without a barrier or limitation. Thus is purity not of the body, nor can it be found where limitation is. The body can be healed by its effects, which are as limitless as itself, yet must all healing come about because the mind is recognized as not within the body, and its innocence is quite apart from it and where all healing is. Where then is healing? Only where its cause is given its effects. For sickness is a meaningless attempt to give effects to causelessness and make it be a cause. Always in sickness does the Son of God attempt to make himself his cause and not allow himself to be his Father's Son. For this impossible desire, he does not believe that he is love's effect and must be cause of what he is. The cause of healing is the only capital cause of everything. It has but one effect. And in that, a rec- in that recognition, causelessness is given no effects and none are seen. A mind within a body and a world of other bodies, each with separate minds, are your so-called creations. You, the quote-unquote other mind, creating with effects unlike yourself. And as their so-called father, you must be like them. Nothing at all has happened, but that you have put yourself to sleep and dreamed a dream in which you were an alien to yourself and but a part of someone else's dream. Thank you, Lori. And Harrison. 18. Always in sickness does the Son of God attempt to make himself his cause and not allow himself to be his father's son. For this impossible desire, he does not believe that he is love's effect and must be caused because of what he is. The cause of healing 
is the only capital cause of everything. It has but one effect, and in that recognition, causelessness is given no effects, and none are seen. A mind within a body and a world of other bodies, each with separate minds, or your quote-unquote creations, and you with the quote-unquote other mind, creating with effects unlike yourself, and as their quote-unquote father, you must be like them. Nothing at all has happened but that you have put yourself asleep. Read that again. Nothing at all has happened but you have put yourself to sleep and dreamed a dream in which you were an alien to yourself and but a part of someone else's dream. Nineteen. The miracle does not awaken you, but merely shows you who the dreamer is. It teaches you there is a choice of dreams while you are still asleep, depending on the purpose of your dreaming. Do you wish for dreams of healing or for dreams of death? A dream is like a memory in that it pictures what you wanted shown to you. An empty storehouse with an open door holds all your shreds of memories and dreams. Yes, if you are the dreamer, you perceive this much at least that you have caused the dream and can accept another dream as well. But for this change in content of the dream, it must be realized that it is you who dream the dreaming that you do not like. It is but an effect which you have caused, and you would not be cause of this effect. Thank you, Harrison and Fran. 19. The miracle does not awaken you, but merely shows you who the dreamer is. It teaches you there is a choice of dreams while you are still asleep, depending on the purpose of your dreaming. Do you wish for dreams of healing or for dreams of death? A dream is like a memory in that it pictures what you wanted shown to you. An empty storehouse with an open door holds all your shreds of memories and dreams. 
Yet if you are the dreamer, you perceive this much at least, that you have caused the dream and can accept another dream as well. But for this change in content of the dream, it must be realized that it is you who dream the dreaming that you do not like. It is but an effect which you have caused, and you would not be cause of this effect. 20. In dreams of murder and attack, are you the victim in a dying body slain? But in forgiving dreams, is no one asked to be the victim and the sufferer? These are the happy dreams the miracle exchanges for your own. It does not ask you make another, only that you see you made the one you would exchange for this. This world is causeless, as is every dream that anyone has dreamed within the world. No plans are possible, and no design exists that could be found and understood. Thank you, Brent. And Robin Murray? 20. In dreams of murder and attack, are you the victim in a dying body slain? But in forgiving dreams, is no one asked to be the victim and the sufferer? These are the happy dreams the miracle exchanges for your own. It does not ask you make another, only that you see you made the one you would exchange for this. This world is causeless, as is every dream that anyone has dreamed within the world. No plans are possible, and no design exists that could be found and understood. 21. What else could be expected from a thing that has no cause? Yet, if it has no cause, it has no purpose. You may cause a dream, but never will you give it real effects. For that would change its cause, and it is this you cannot do. The dreamer of a dream is not awake, but does not know he sleeps. He sees illusions of himself as sick or well, depressed or happy, but without a stable cause with guaranteed effects. Thank you, Robin Murray. And Jessica. 21. What else could be expected from a thing that has no cause? Yet if it has no cause, it has no purpose. You may cause a dream, but never will you give it real effect. For that would change its cause, and it is this you cannot do. The dreamer of a dream is not awake, but does not know he sleeps. He sees illusions of himself as sick or well, depressed or happy, but without a stable cause with guaranteed effects. 22. The miracle establishes you dream a dream and that its content is not true. This is a crucial step in dealing with illusions. No one is afraid of them when he perceives he made them up. The fear was held in place because he did not see 
that he was author of the dream and not a figure in the dream. He gives himself the consequences which he dreams he gave his brother. And it is but this the dream has put together and has offered him to show him that his wishes have been done. Thus does he fear his own attack, but sees it at another's hand. As victim, he is suffering from its effects, but not their cause. He authored not his own attack, and he is innocent of what he caused. The miracle does nothing but to show him that he has done nothing. What he fears is caused without the consequences which would make it cause. And so it never was. Thank you, Jessica and Sandra. Um, let's see, is that 22? Yeah, 22 and 3. Okay. The miracle establishes you dream a dream and that it that its content is not true. This is a crucial step in dealing with illusions. No one is afraid of them when he perceives he made them up. The fear was held in place because he did not see that he was author of the dream and not a figure in the dream. He gives himself the consequences which he dreams he gave his brother. And it is but this the dream has put together and has offered him to show him that his wishes have been done. Thus does he fear his own attack, but sees it at another's hand. As victim, he is suffering from its effects, but not their cause. He authored not his own attack, and he is innocent of what he caused. The miracle does nothing but to show him that he has done nothing. What he fears is cause without the consequences which would make it cause. And so it never was. 23. The separation started with the dream the father was deprived of his effects and powerless to keep them since he was no longer their creator. In the dream, the dreamer made himself, but what he made has turned against him, taking on the role of its creator as the dreamer had. And as he hated his creator, so the figures in the dream have hated him. His body... I just lost my place. Um... Can you help me find my place? (laughs) I just lost it. His body is their slave. Is that paragraph 23? Yes. Yes. Okay, got it. Thank you. Sorry. His body is their slave, which they abuse because the motives he has given it have they adopted as their own. And hate is for the vengeance it would offer them. 
It is their vengeance on the body which appears to prove the dreamer could not be the maker of the dream. Effect and cause are first split off and then reversed so that effects become a cause. The effect, the cause effect. Thank you, Sandra. And is there a new reader for 23 and 24? Uh, new reader for paragraphs 23 and 24. I think I, I can undoing up fear and reversing effect and cause. I found it. 23. The separation started with the dream that father was deprived of his effects and powerless to keep them since He was no longer their creator. In the dream, the dreamer made himself. But what he made has turned against him, taking on the role of its creator as the dreamer had. And as he hated his capital creator, so the figures in the dream have hated him. His body is their slave which they abuse because the motives he has, excuse me, his body is the slave which they abuse because the motives he has given it have they adopted as their own and hate it for the vengeance it would offer them. It is their vengeance on the body which appears to prove the dreamer could not be the maker of the dream. Effect and cause are first split off and then reversed so that effect becomes a cause and the cause effect. I'm going to read that again. Effect and cause are first split off and then reversed so that effect becomes a cause and the cause, effect. This is separation's final step, with, with which salvation, which proceeds to go the other way, begins. This final step is an effect of what has gone before, appearing as a cause. The miracle is the first step in giving back to cause the function of causation, not effect. For this confusion has produced the dream, and while it lasts, will wakening be feared, nor will the call to wakening be heard, because it seems to be the call to fear. I thank you, Judy. And is there another new reader for 24 and 25? Another new reader for 24 and 5? 
Okay, back to you, Karen. I'm going to go back one sentence. Effect and cause are first split off and then reversed, so that effect becomes a cause, the cause effect. 24. This is the separation's final step with which salvation, which proceeds to go the other way, begins. The final step is an effect of what has gone before, appearing as a cause. The miracle is the first step in giving back to cause the function of causation, not effect. For this confusion has produced the dream, and while it lasts, will awakening be feared, nor will the call to awakening be heard, because it seems to be the call to fear. 25. Like every lesson which the Holy Spirit requests you learn, the miracle is clear. It demonstrates what he would have you learn and shows you its effects are what you want. In his forgiving dreams are the effects of yours undone and hated enemies perceived as friends with merciful intent. Their enmity is seen as causeless now because they did not make it. And you can accept the role of maker of their hate because you see that it has no effects. Now are you freed from this much of the dream. The world is neutral and the bodies which still seem to move about as separate things need not be feared. And so they are not sick. Thank you, Karen. And Lori. Like every lesson, miracle is clear. It demonstrates what he would have you learn and shows you its effects are what you want. In his forgiving dreams are the effects of yours undone, and hated enemies perceived as friends with merciful intent. Their enmity is seen as causeless now because they did not make it. And you can accept the role of maker of their hate because you see it has no effects. Now are you freed from this much of the dream? The world is neutral. And the bodies which still seem to move about as separate things need not be feared. And so they are not sick. 26. The miracle returns the cause of fear to you who made it. But it also shows that having no effects, it is not cause, because the function of causation is to have effects. And where effects are gone, there is no cause. Thus is the body healed by miracles because they show the mind made sickness and employed the body to be victim or effect of what it made. Yet half the lesson will not teach the whole. The miracle is useless unless you learn but that the body can be healed for this is not the lesson it was sent to teach. The lesson is that the mind was sick that thought the body could be sick. Projecting out its guilt caused nothing, 
and had no effects. Thank you, Lori and Harrison. 26. The miracle returns the cause of fear to you who made it. But it also shows that having no effect, it is not cause because the function of causation is to have effects. And where effects are gone, there is no cause. Thus is the body healed by miracles because they show the mind made sickness and employed the body to be victim or effect of what it made. Yet half the lesson will not teach the whole. The miracle is useless if you learn but that the body can be healed. For this is not the lesson it was sent to teach. The lesson is the mind was sick that thought the body could be sick, projecting out its guilt, caused nothing and had no effect. 27. The world is full of miracles. They stand in shining silence next to every dream, pain, and suffering of sin and guilt. They are the dream's alternative. The choice to be the dreamer rather than deny the active role in making up the dream. They are the glad effects of taking back the consequence of sickness to its cause. The body is released because the mind acknowledges, quote, this is not done to me, but I am doing this, unquote. And thus the mind is free to make another choice instead. Beginning here, salvation will proceed to change the course of every step of the descent to separation until all the steps have been retraced, the latter gone, and all the dreaming of the world undone. Thank you, Harrison and Brian. 27. This world is full of miracles. They stand in shining silence 
next to every dream of pain and suffering, of sin and guilt. They are the dream's alternative, the choice to be the dreamer, rather than deny the active role in making up the dream. They are the glad effects of taking back the consequence of sickness to its cause. The body is released because the mind acknowledges, quote, this is not done to me, but I am doing this, unquote, unless the mind is free to make another choice instead. Beginning here, salvation will proceed to change the course of every step in the descent to separation until all the steps have been retraced, the latter gone, and all the dreaming of the world undone. Amen. Amen. Thank you, friend. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Welcome, Ida. Well, this is a clear statement about healing the mind that thought the body could be sick and goes well with the lesson today, of course, which is forgiveness is the only gift I give. Um, But I have to forgive myself, too, as I forgive others that will happen. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Ida. Well, thank you, Ida. <laughs> I thought to do a very brief summary. Um, and and I will I will touch on like three of the topic sentences here. The cause a cause is made by its effects. The father is a father by his son. The miracle, and then from 19, the miracle does not awaken you, but merely shows you who the dreamer is. And 22, the miracle establishes you dream a dream and that its content is not true. And... uh, Yeah, I could read 23 and 24. In the dream, the dreamer made himself, but what he made has turned against him, taking on the role of its creator as the dreamer had. And as he hated his creator, his true creator, so the figures in the dream have hated him. Effect and cause are first split off and then reversed so that effect becomes a cause, the cause effect. 
This is separation's final step with which salvation begins. This final step is an effect of what has gone before appearing as a cause. The miracle is the first step in giving back to cause the function of causation, not effect. So, 26. Uh, the miracle returns the cause of fear to you who made it. But it also shows that having no effect, it is not cause because the function of causation is to have effect. Half the lesson will not teach the whole. This world is full of miracles. They stand in shining silence next to every dream of pain and suffering, of sin and guilt. They are the dream's alternative. The choice to be the dreamer rather than to deny the active role in making up the dream. The body is released because the mind acknowledges this is not done to me, but I am doing this. And thus the mind is free to make another choice instead. Beginning here, salvation will proceed to change the course of every step in the descent to separation until all the steps have been retraced, the latter gone, and all the dreaming of the world undone. And so thanks again, Ida, for pointing out the relationship between this and the lesson. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. And uh, Fran, would you take Paul and run with it through the lesson? Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook. And the theme is, what is the real world? The lesson that we're on is Lesson 297. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. <clears throat> so I shall read some from What is the World, and then we'll go to our lesson and do our five-minute meditation. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> only happy sights and sounds can reach the mind that has forgiven itself. What need has such a mind for thoughts of death, attack, and murder? What can it perceive surrounding it with safety, love, and joy? What is there it would choose to be condemned? And what is there that it would judge against? The world it sees arises from a mind at peace within itself. No danger lurks in anything it sees, for it is kind and only kindness does it look upon. The real world is the symbol that the dream of sin and guilt is over and God's Son no longer sleeps. His waking eyes perceive the sure reflection of his Father's love, the certain promise that he is redeemed. The real world signifies the end of time, for its perception makes time purposeless. Now we'll go over to the lesson.
Lesson 297. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Forgiveness is the only gift I give because it is the only gift I want. And everything I give, I give myself. This is salvation's simple formula. And I, who would be saved, would make it mine to be the way I live within a world that needs salvation and that will be saved as I accept atonement for myself. Father, how certain are your ways, how sure their final outcome, and how truly faithful is every step in my salvation set already and accomplished by your grace. Thanks be to you for your eternal gifts, and thanks to you for my identity. Lesson 297, Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Five minutes.
Lesson 297. Forgiveness is the only gift I give. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Fran. Amen. Thank you so much, Fran. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, Fran. Do you have to leave after this part of the call, Fran? Yeah, I have one more day. I'll be back to normal Thursday. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but I will say something about this lesson. This lesson confused me when the um, forgiveness is the only gift I give until I read that first line. Forgiveness is the only gift I give because it's the only gift I want. And everything I give, I give myself. Salvation's simple formula. I love it. So, I'm complete. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Fran. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that share. Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Oh, thank you. Love you, too. Thank you. Love you all. Thank you. This is Harrison. Um, What this lesson reminds me of is that Forgiveness is in my mind. That's the only place forgiveness can take place. And what forgiveness means to me is really change of mind. As I was meditating on this lesson this morning, what kept occurring to me was the idea that it's all in my body. No place else. The problem or problems, however I choose to see it, or in my mind, or is in my mind. Of course, there's just one problem and one solution. And I'm recognizing more clearly than ever before that that problem is in my mind. And What forgiveness is, is simply a change of mind. Forgiveness gives me permission to change my mind. 
and the ultimate change of mind is changing my mind about who and what I am. If I am believing that on this body having this history yeah, and all the, the, the past uh, and uh, all of the separate thoughts and ideas that uh, I seem to, I think, exist in the present. That's all in my mind. I have to realize that what I've chosen in place of forgiveness, specialness, one or the other, being right, They haven't brought me what I really want. And what I really want, whether I choose to recognize it or not, is the undoing of fear. If I bring my fear to the Holy Spirit, then he undoes that fear, if I can use that word, through forgiveness. He says to me, Harrison, what you thought you feared has never happened. There is nothing to fear because you are and have always been a God created you, his perfect creation. One thing the Holy Spirit does is to extend forgiveness. That's its function. And of course, I leave this to him. Let your concern be only that you give to him that which can be extended. Save no dark secrets that he can't use, but offer him the tiny gifts he can extend forever. Mm -hmm. 
he'll take all the gifts, all of these tiny gifts, and make of them a potent force for peace. Who wouldn't want that? And if forgiveness is the only thing I give, and everything I give is given to myself, and that's the answer for any problem or concern I may have. And today's reading, 22 stood out for me. The miracle establishes you dream a dream, and that its content is not true. That captures my experience as a body. What the miracle is establishes is that this whole life experience that I thought was my life It says the miracle establishes that that is a dream that I have dreamed and that its content is not true. Boy, oh boy. That really hits home. Because Everything I think I am now is based on that dream that I had of myself. Then finally the separation started with the dream the father was deprived of his effects and powerless to keep them since he was no longer the creator. Not true. And once I accept that the separation never happened, that I am I choose not to be the dreamer of the dreams. I choose to accept myself as God created me. The dream is over. I'm complete. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. 
Loved it. Beautiful. Logical Thank you, resolution. Thank you very much. Boy, wasn't my mind just flooded, flooded this morning with the doing of this exercise early on this morning. Just all the stuff from the text and the lessons, you know, about forgiveness being the key to my happiness. And it speaks in the, um, in, um, all the gifts, all the gifts, the benefits and the gifts of practicing forgiveness in, in the world and, you know, thinking that I'm a body and, you know, how it frees me, frees me, you know, to be happy, joyous and free and um, free from anger and, um, you know, worries and anxieties. And I love to share here, it's in the, you know, the way that it restores my mind to the awareness of the truth of who I am in God and, you know, the, the gifts that God gave me as he created me, they become apparent to me. They become apparent to me as my natural factory settings. You know, this is who I am. And this is who I, I, can, I can be every holy rolling instant if I, if I continue to practice. Because one thing that, that really um, stands out to me is, you know, the difference, the huge difference between, you know, the worldly mind and um, body, body, mind beliefs and all that kind of thinking um, that encompasses the world that the Course teaches us, just don't believe any worldly thought is true because it's not. It's wrong. It's not true. And, um, you know, to... I thought, how is that going to happen? It seems like so impossible to let go of judgment and thinking the way I've taught my whole life. But the, um, the simple practice of it, you know, the, the line where it says that, you know, quantitatively where we practice and practice it, and then it just, the qualitative shift into thinking like God just starts to happen. You, my mind opened up and my heart opened up and I could see there was no value in attack. I could see there was no value in anger and how it was futile and useless and meaningless. And, um, you know, the gifts just kept coming. And then using the gift, the gift of peace, you know, this is... And then that, that line from the teacher's manual that a tranquil mind is no small gift, that peace is the goal of this course, that forgiveness is, is the key to my peace, my joy, and my happiness. Um, being God's plan for my salvation, to be restored to Him in our oneness, in our unity, in an awareness of love's presence in me and in everything. Um, it's just, the way the Course is so beautifully composed and holographic and in any part of the text that we can read holds, encompasses all of it. And this is something that was really just dawning on me, how every thought is holographic to the whole part of it. The thoughts 
system of God is perfectly unified, perfectly protected. <laughs> and I feel per- perfectly safe when I'm within it. Um, it's the only gift I give. Now, this giving and receiving are one in truth that I can't know I have it unless I give it. And this is something that I learned a long time ago. You have to give it away to keep it. Keep it in, keep it in your awareness, Jude. Um, you know, that it's um, practice what I want to teach. Be what I want to teach. Have an open mind and heart and a non-judgmental, welcoming, um, you know, whatever's going on. Um, it's a it's something to love or something that's calling for love, which is one and the same thing, isn't it? So um, I don't even have to see the difference anymore. Salvation simple formula. I give what I would would receive that. Um, I want people to see the truth. Restore the kingdom to the kingdom comes to mind, to see it everywhere, to give all the lessons of the Holy Spirit come to mind, to give all, to all, to have all, you know, which is to know myself in truth, having and giving to all to know that I have all. And then that teaching peace, if I want peace, I've got I've to give forgiveness for everything that's distressing, hurtful, any, any kind of fear that arises in me, and that it's my mind that I need to be mindful of. Anything that hurts me, it's like, you know, and this, is, this has become a real... You know, I want to be in the Hall of Fame of Forgiveness with this pain body because uh, there's nothing closer to me than my body and and forgiving that this is God's will for me. I, I don't believe it. I really don't. So this has really become a a moment-to-moment-to-moment. Um, what's the source of this pain? What's the cause of this pain? Who's making this up in my mind? Because it's steps one and two, the, um, the willingness to know, to know who's thinking these thoughts and to give it, to relinquish them and say, I don't believe this is true. I don't believe in sin, sickness, suffering, or death. And I'm going to turn it over to the Holy Spirit and see what he does with me and for me because miracles are with us and for us in this level of experience and I'm the one responsible for that to see honestly myself without deceit that I'm the one doing this to myself and you know it used to really make me feel hopeless and full of despair because my body really hurts a lot most of the time it's like how do I keep this up and I'm I'm learning just for Lori. <laughs> I think of you all the time, Lori. <laughs> oh, God. The um, softening and the relaxing and the surrendering and just giving it up because he'll take it from me. I know because he does. And I know because I give it to him again and again and again. And it's not just for me. And here we go again, Lori. 
something you said the other day. It's not personal. This is for the one son that I am to heal everybody. And the power of miracles that are multiplied in ways that I'm so totally unaware of came to me today in the most inspirational way to just want to keep it up, to keep trying, keep, keep, you know, just being vigilant. So forgiveness is the only gift I give to myself and to everyone. And Father, how certain are your ways, how sure their final outcome, and how truly faithful is every step in my salvation set already. I'm already home and accomplished by your grace. I live and swim in a sea of grace. Thanks be to you, Father, for your eternal gifts of peace, love, and joy. And thanks to you for who and what I am, my identity. I am complete. I'm alive today. (laughs) Heaven goes with me wherever I go. Amen. That's beautiful, Judy. I'm really glad to know um, the happy place that all took me and you. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. Good morning, guys. This is Jessica. This is such a wonderful everything. Wonderful reading, wonderful lesson, wonderful group of mighty companions. Where I am, there's also wonderful foliage, absolutely gorgeous. And the sound of the leaves falling is wonderful also. But what I wanted to say is that I was momentarily, well, maybe more than momentarily, uh, frustrated by the fact that my husband had left a glass of milk out on the coffee table all night. And I was going to ask him when he got up, do you want this milk? (laughs) Because, you know, for his cereal and stuff. And I thought that was perfectly reasonable. But then I realized that's not really what this is about. And then as time went on and I was, was focusing on the reading, I thought, you know what? That's not his glass of milk. He didn't leave it there. I left it there. Why am I um, thinking that he's responsible for the glass of milk when I'm responsible? My body didn't put it there, but my mind put it there. And last week, um, a car rammed into the side of my car no one was hurt. My, I was with my granddaughter. I, I may have mentioned this before. And I realized today that no one rammed into my car. I rammed into my car. <laughs> you know, this was something that for whatever reason that I'm still sorting through, I felt like I needed to ram into myself. And um, something was, you know, I was being punished, or I thought I was guilty for something, or I'm, you know, I don't know. I, have, I haven't sorted it out, and it maybe doesn't really matter, because if I turn it over, if I accept that I am the dreamer of this dream, I dreamed that car accident, even though I thought 
I wasn't going to have any more car accidents for the rest of my life. I guess, I guess I'm not in that place where, uh, well, whatever. I don't know what it means, you know, but the cause, the cause and effect are more and more clear to me. The cause is in my mind. The effect appears to be in this world, in my body. You know, I've got stuff going on in my body that could be disturbing to think about. Um, and, and it often is for other people, usually not so much for myself because I know I'm the dreamer of the dream and that this is something that I'm healing in my mind. Um, and I don't know when the healing will be complete. That's not up to me. I mean, I just, and besides time is, we know time is not what we think it is. It is something very, very uh, timeless. Time is actually timeless. So it doesn't matter when anything happens because it has already happened. That's the beautiful, beautiful thing. I have, my mind is already healed. I'm just reviewing this whole situation and I'm learning more about it and about my beautiful brothers and sisters on this path. I love you guys. I'm complete. <laughs> love you too, Jessica. What a fun <laughs> examination that was. Thank you. Oh, I, I agree. Thank that was you, really Jessica. fun. Thank you for making me laugh. It was something that um, came to me this morning in in my meditation that um, this idea of our, our being divine in human form and that we're not really bodies, it's just an alien illusion of what we think we are, but um, Christ coming or Jesus coming as Christ, to show us what Christ is in the resurrection and the lesson of the crucifixion and how, you know, the Course talks about this we crucify ourselves and need forgiveness until we, we simply stop doing it to ourselves. <laughs> and that's so funny the way you talk about your car accident, Jessica. But um, it's, it came to me this morning that in, in Gethsemane, when, when, when Jesus was in the, in the garden and he was sweating blood, and you know they really make a graphic um, dis- depiction of it, and he's saying, he's saying to God, you know, you're really going to make me do this? <laughs> and I and I laughed at it for the first time in my life, like looking at it like from his perspective that he knew he was going to go through that whole horrible ordeal. And he was saying, you know, God, if this is thy will, then thy will be done. And um, But for some reason, it was like Christ's consciousness was with me, and he, and he said, you really going to make me do this? Like, because I always say that. I say, really, Jude? <laughs> You're going to do this to yourself again? <laughs> I don't know why I just felt compelled to share that, but I hope it makes somebody laugh. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Judy.
Thank you, Harrison. Oh, thank you, Harrison. I just want to double down on that, you know, because I know it says it, it, I think it's in the last chapter that the one singular greatest temptation that we have is is to think of ourselves as a body and that all fear, the fear of survival, um, 
you know, being hungry, tired, weak, and vulnerable, all that comes from our belief that we're a body and how it's, it's you know, um, an obstacle um, that Christ overcame. And the importance of, of, of my identifying with Christ consciousness and using the means um, that the Course has taught us um, vision, vision and being still and listening for guidance and direction and correction, correction and then direction. Um, because I know, I don't know what I'm, you know, the, I mean, I've practiced it enough to, to, to know when my thinking's, you know, been screwed, <laughs> screwed by Jude and needs an attitude of forgiveness. <laughs> A change, a choice um, to choose again. And it's never about them. It's never out there. Um, And never even about me, about Judy. It's just, you know, that um, conscious contact with my peace and my happiness that I can float, you know. I can't. Judy can't, but... It floats my boat. It floats the boat that is Judy. And, um, you know, I don't know if I may be mixing my metaphors and not very clear in what I'm saying, but the idea that, um, that yeah, that's what it's about, that, that hope, hope and, and, and faith um, and that mercy, that mercy that comes from forgiveness, that that charitable love that comes from forgiveness, you know, that just keeps me right, right-sized and right-minded. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I know when I'm miserable. I've been miserable for a long time. And this pain body makes me miserable sometimes. I, 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 I'm working on it. But um, I also know, because I've talked to with, a number of people who are devoted devotees of spiritual practice and to 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 rise above physical pain the way Christ did is really a holy ideal. It's so holy it's close to God and 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 he speaks of it in the text as being the only difference between us is being that um, he has nothing else but God, and that is something I'm. I'm. I pray for. <laughs> Amen. I'm complete, <laughs> and not just because I don't want to be in pain either. <laughs> I do too, Judy. Thank you. Thanks, Judy. This is Jessica, and I I realized that I did not finish my comment earlier. I mean, I was not, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the glass of milk and the car accident, I do know why that is my glass of milk, and that is me slamming into myself. 
And the reason that we, I, do these things is so that I can put the blame on someone else. I can say, oh, my God, why did they do that? And I came up with a, with a sort of benign explanation because it was a hit and run. And I thought, oh, it must have been a teenager. They didn't realize I had the right of way, blah, 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 trying to kind of like forgive them. Or, but, and, and I did work on forgiving the whole situation. But the fact of the matter is that's what it's for. You know, when he says in the course, the most important question is, what is it for? That kind of thing is there. I, my mind has created it so that I can think they're out to get me. You know, not, not, you know, I'm not paranoid enough to say, oh, they're all out to get me or something. But, you know, the world isn't safe. People are dangerous. Um, you know, people are inconsiderate. They leave their glasses of milk around. They don't think about the fact that I have other things to do besides clean up after them. That's what it's for. And I reject it. I am not, don't want to be in this blame game anymore. Thank you. That was perfect, Jessica. Thank you very much. It's exactly how it works for me, too. When I discover I've made that error, <clears throat> it's basically as simple as this. You're responsible for how I feel. <laughs> I don't like this circumstance. You're responsible. Whoever your circumstance, thing, place, whatever, you're responsible for how I feel. And um, when I get get to that level of simplicity, it becomes real easy uh, to make a different choice because I don't like how I feel. (laughs) Thank you for that, Jessica. Thank you. Amen. And and thank you, Harrison. Thank you, Harrison, for saying it's always in my mind. Um, To me, that's the greatest miracle of all, to realize that if I'm having a different... Excuse me. If I'm having a different situation uh, with a person... And let's say it's somebody I just, I really love. And I would like to persuade them to my way of seeing a situation. And I'm pulling and pulling and pulling. Ultimately, the greatest miracle to realize, oh, I'm sorry, that's ringing. The greatest miracle to realize is that if I perceive a distance between me and anything, that errors in my mind. That's why he gives us lessons like it can only, only my condemnation can injure me. Only my gratitude can set me free. And today's lesson especially, everything I give is given to myself. I mean, that's the ultimate lesson. And uh, he says stuff like everyone teaches it, learns it in his own way. And and uh, everyone has a part to play in the plan for atonement. Um, a lesson like your day is not at random. You know, I go through life with this this erroneous belief. I do, me. Uh, can journey through life with the erroneous belief that nothing should ever disturb me and life should be 
a cakewalk, and if it isn't, someone's at fault. Or I can go through life with the belief that, like he says in Chapter 30, the day I have is the consequence of the agreement I make with my advisor. Uh, I'm always uh, listening for the voice of God. And that listening um, allows me to be in on the plan. I'm in on it. It's like Holy Spirit says, you can be in on it or you can be in effect of it. Which would you prefer? I'd rather be in on it. I'd rather be in on that experience of love that's available every time I perceive a, a ripple that needs something. I'd rather be in on the love that can happen in that situation than to be a victim of the ripple, you know, or the wave or the volcano or the tsunami, whatever my mind makes of it. Um, it ultimately is, is, is just just that simple. And yeah, the great thing about it is, instead of going through life thinking I should not be disturbed by anything, I go through life thinking, oh, here's another opportunity where God's gift can once again be mine. Here's another opportunity. And the responses become uh, natural without, um, you know, it, it, my responses become natural and usable by the Holy Spirit to achieve the Holy Spirit's outcome. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I, I've talked about my friend Tony lots of times, and and um, and we're simpatico. The three of us, Kathy and Tony and I, we're all sort of ministers in our own way. And uh, there was a situation. Another friend had a had a death in the family, so they went to the wake. And just so happened, I didn't know it was going to work out like this, but just so happened that after the wake, they both. Uh, came to the house, and it just so happened that I'd already prepared soup. I didn't know I was going to have company. Uh, and it just so happened that we sat down and, and ate. And it just so happened that we had to give Tony a ride home. I have to meet a, meet a line. And, um, and it just so happened on the way home, we were talking about our love of pumpkin donuts. Well, anyway, here's, here's the, the storyline. That's the storyline. Um, I got an email from Tony this morning saying, um, gee, you know, I'm really sorry I teased you about pumpkin donuts that he ate on my behalf. Because <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. But anyway, I'm, I'm really sorry I teased you. And, and I examined my conscience last night and I thought perhaps I had hurt you. And, uh, and I read that email and I thought, you know, here's the delicious thing. It's not the pumpkin donut. It's the fact that ultimately I can learn the greatest miracle of all is the extent to which I belong and am part of another soul. That's the greatest thing to learn. And the idea that I could be hurt by anything is not possible except that I entertain a mistaken idea. And the idea that he could hurt me um, I'm sorry he felt that way uh, because I know I thought to him, 
Tony, I know we were playing, and I, I just can't rest. And that's the gift, you see. The gift is realizing with certainty that it's impossible that I can be hurt by anybody. It's just impossible. I could be hurt by anything except a mistaken idea in my mind. And that's the essence of forgiveness and the consequent miracle. It puts me back in place as I am eternally an effect of my Father. I am love. My Father is love. Eternally, I am part of this just like he says in that first paragraph the circle of creation has no end and contains all the universe of universes um the essence of that eternal relationship is love and it's possible after i practice forgiveness and experience the gift of miracle that i can be in a place of certainty with anything Oh, uh, you know, I thought, this is crazy. I knew you'd never hurt me, and I'm sorry you had the feeling that you could, you know. And that's that's how we each play our part in the atonement. We all do it differently, but every single one of us has a part to play in this great universal consciousness that we share of love. And when I do my part, I experience a miracle. And when you do your part of forgiveness, you experience a miracle. And together, we're changing the world from the inside out when we realize that there's only one cause, capital C cause, and that cause is love. Jeez, you know, that's the nature of forgiveness and the consequent miracle and that's what he means when he says when you realize this is how it works it's the only thing you want and everything I give is given to myself um what a plan and uh and what a gift I thank you father thank you father for my identity that includes everyone and everything and I'm even thankful for all those years I grieved because the lesson there was to learn there's nothing that could ever be separated from me love can't disappear that's the nature of creation it's indestructible and it heals wherever it's applied um, so anyway <laughs> And it was really fun to, to say to Tony, do not give it another thought, you know. We can relieve each other of burdens like that. So that was that was my story of complete. What a great lesson. Thank you so much. Oh, you cracked me up there, Laurie. I love your share. <laughs> Do not give it another thought. <laughs> After I read that email this morning, the Holy Spirit can use everything, everything, everything. <laughs> and when I realize I'm a part of that plan, she was, it's just... <laughs> It turns out to be kind of fun. Anyway, I'm complete. 
Thank you, Lori, for that. Um, I was realizing this morning when I really sat down and started thinking about forgiveness and, and the experiences I've had with it, that um, the hierarchy of illusions and the no order of difficulty of miracles came 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 became apparent to me that um, any act of forgiveness is is the same. The miracles are all the same. The corrections are all the same. We think of some things as being bigger and harder, more difficult and challenging to forgive. But the more I practiced it, the more I came to realize the truth of that. There's no order of difficulty in miracles because I'm not doing it, you know. And one of, one of the things that really helped me to understand that, and it's in one of the forgiveness, what forgiveness um, is and, you know, what that really truly describe the lessons that describe forgiveness, that um, it says that the mind that we have to learn forgiveness. The mind that made sin doesn't understand it, and the mind that doesn't know sin, that knows only the truth, doesn't believe or know sin. So it's our, our minds that made up the belief in sin that need to be taught how to forgive. And that forgiveness isn't of the egoic mind, it's of the mind of Christ. And it it just comes from knowing the truth. The truth is what sets us free from all these disturbing and distressing and unforgiving thoughts and this this want to punish or crucify ourselves or others. So I was really happy for that realization this morning. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Judy. This is Lemoyne, and uh, I, I had, I had my little, little. <laughs> what would I say? How did I say it? <clears throat> How did I say it? Loss of cause into in the dream this morning, where housemate had done, done a project last night. And there was oil, not not like motor oil or crude oil or anything, just cooking oil, kind of on everything, <laughs> including the coffee maker and the area around. Everything I touched made me oily. And anyway, um, <laughs> I fell into the thing of being an effect of this and and judging it and rejecting it and and fighting it rather than <laughs> well i mean one lesson that it's learning that it's given to me to learn is that somehow i have it in my mind that the mess the messes the the need for cleaning that's in this house is interfering with me cleaning i mean this is just crazy 
and the, and, but I am not crazy about it at times. And uh, <laughs> I, I just want to I see a, a different translation perhaps in the after call. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I see this lesson, um, you know, that the, the miracle is useless if you learn, but that the body can be healed. For that's not the lesson it was sent to teach. The lesson is the mind was sick that thought the body could be sick. Projecting out its guilt caused nothing and had no effect. And I see that uh, another way to say this lesson is and perhaps uh, perhaps it's clarification, maybe it's going sideways, but I think it's it, that the lesson is the mind was sick that thought it was at the effect of the body. This is the reversal of cause and effect that he has brought us to here, where instead of seeing the world as an effect of the dream be something that is is demands and drives us to judge back or react in fear that instead what he's saying is look at it again I mean the world is full of miracles they're there ready to show a different perception of this big pile of effects made in the dream of judgment and and yet somehow pretend those effects are caused that demand more judgment fear from us and the way to overcome the world is to see that it is only an effect and if it appears to call for fear it's an effect of the dream of judgment and um, we can dream a happy dream in its place and be released from the effects that so often seem as cause. And this giving of forgiveness to the world which is just been pushed around by our fear and judgment is uh, releases that dream and allows the real world to be seen. And so forgiveness is a gift that's given and given truly it's given not just to ourselves or the one who's the object of maybe a a particular release but um, to the whole world to allow it to be released from our dream of fear and judgment and I, I'm complete and <laughs> I thank you all for being here um, and all who read all who listen in the future I'm going to end the recording here but not the call and uh, 
Hope you all have a wonderful day.